I mean, the footy stuff is kind of boring, but all the off-field stuff is like a soap opera. Oh, I love soap operas. Oh, so much drama. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to catch me up on it. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK Vaya. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbuzzed. 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 Okay, it is Drunk Neighbors. We've done this once before in episode 94 of the podcast. It was a jolly time with uh, my besties from high school, Joe and Charisma. Do yourselves a favor. And uh, I am in Melbourne's Pirate Net Studios in. I said this time last week, I said Melbourne was living footloose and fancy free. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Within days, we were locked down. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Lockdown five. Lockdown five in Melbourne, pretty grim, pretty grim vibes down here. So I thought, what better time? I didn't think, actually. My mate Brett Bowman said, hey, have you guys ever done a drunk podcast? And I thought... I know, Brett. Yeah. No time like the goddamn lockdown present. Yeah, yeah. I'm joined by, well, firstly, I wanted a serotonin boost, so I thought, get my mate Bechdahl on the line. Well, wait a second, they, I mean, you're talking this drunk buzz, or are you talking about, like, something more than that? No, like, just in life, you need a bit of positivity in your life, you get Bechdahl. You do, that's what they say. Well, unless you've got a messy divorce, then you might want something for a different reason. I mean, then you also get me, but that's a different, that's a whole other <laughs> Yeah, that's Beck's our legal eagle, but also hosts Chicks Talking Footy on Joy. And then when I had a chat to Chamber that this was occurring, he said, I want in. Saturday night, Michael Chamberlain, host of Junk Time AFL podcast. Yeah. He said, hook me up on the um, Hives podcasting platform, even though his team is playing football right now. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We're 10 minutes to go. We're five points down. So if I look down to the corner of the screen that we're looking at each other, like uh, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just watching my football team. But... And, and fuck, man, like, you guys fucking, again, like, fucking the gold standard, fucking bunch of cases, shut it down, when fucking the Premier of this state, yeah, mate. I may have gone to their press conference a few weeks ago and got told, <laughs> by a, <laughs> got told by a cop to leave. But fucking hell, man, like, walking around being like, oh, my God, like, there's, like, hundreds of cases a day and they're, like, going... No, we're fine. We're fine. No, no, I reckon um, I reckon that woodworking shop should stay open because it's essential. No, I reckon that um, antique shop. I reckon that... people should go to Supreme. Look, Hitler memorabilia shops are essential during a pandemic and I think we need to keep them open. And today, finally, they shut stuff down. They did the Tina Fey, shut it down to a degree. Yeah, so Chamber, you are in Sydney, I must say. I must yes, sorry, that I should, out. should have prefaced that, yes. Which has been the source of a lot of our woes because yes. there's been an outbreak. And also then I have to blame your people, Beck and Chamber, your types. Fair enough, fair because enough. Because there, there was a spreader at the football at the MCG football ground. In the members of all people as well, too. I know, Chambo's people, can I be very clear, not my people. <laughs> That's my natural habitat. <laughs> I sit in the outer where there's no COVID. <laughs> I think at this juncture, we need to go around and say what we're drinking. I have been down to Leo's Winery, spelt with an H, W-H, Winery, and I have picked up, this is, Leo's a provider of this, I have picked up, gang, the um, South Point Estate, Wine and um, have you heard of South Point Estate? No, it's Aldi's brand ah. of wine. 
Leo has it in stock down in the winery. And uh, I was worried that I wasn't drunk enough. So I have had a little catch up to myself. And now I'm almost done with two bottles. <laughs> Love that for you. It's not, there's not a lot of alcohol content in them, but um, I think it'll get the job done. 6% alcohol. Is that a lot? I don't know. Beck, what are you on this evening? Thank you for asking, Vaya. I went past Leo's wine and got Chloe to give me a recommendation. And uh, much like Chloe's mother, RIP, I've got a Sophisticate from the Barossa wine. Oh. It's a, a Tempraneo from the Barossa. It's 14% Vaya, so a bit different to what you're drinking. <laughs> Chambo. I feel like I'm a little hardcore. I've got a bit of vodka and a um, bit of Coca-Cola. To kind of give me oh. a bit of uh, the alcohol and a little bit of the uh, pep of sugar. Uh, it's actually a very rare choice of mine. I think I did it to maybe if people came over or something. I'm trying to like maybe have like stuff on hand if people come over. But then I also realized Who's like. Who's coming over in a pandemic? Well, I mean, that's the thing. Though. Again, like then I kind of realized like, oh, actually no one will be coming over for a while. <laughs> but you know, there's like sometimes you meet people and that like they have a bar. Kind of like they've got stuff. Don Draper. I've got a bar. Yeah, and you kind of go like, that'd be cool. Like to kind of have, you know, people come over and be like, hey, man, what do you want to have? And it's like, it could be milk. It could be, you know, Sprite. It could be orange juice. It could be. All three in a cocktail. <laughs> you know, metho. Like, you know, a bit of everything. I'm that guy. I've got a bar cart. And really? my <gasps> mother taught me you never have people over. Unless you have all the options. You guys have been to my house before. I gave you all the options. It's true, but I didn't look at the car. No, wait. No, no. I mean, I've been there, but I don't remember you, you know, sidling up and saying, vermouth, <laughs> Mr. Chamberlain. I did say that. I rolled my card up to you <laughs> and I said, can I get you a martini, Mr. Chamberlain? And I said, stewardess, please. <laughs> Let's be professional. And take your seat. <laughs> and you, did you say on the rocks? Yeah, yeah, you got to stay on the rocks. That means with ice, guys. Just yeah, yeah. I uh, have I may have made a misstep in scheduling a neighbours thanks to the suggestion of my friend Brett. Last time I did it, I was happy as Larry. This time in lockdown, I re- I've already cried once, guys. Oh wow! <laughs> Last hour, I've already cried, and I'm worried. I'm this is a sad drunk addition. And then I thought. I have also made two people who live alone drink in the middle of a lockdown. Let's all cry. So I hope you guys are okay. I was till you pointed that out, but you know what? It's all good, Maya. We've already seen Chambo and Beck have just showed me their childhood teddy bears that they have on hand. So we're 100% fine. I was going to say, was that private information? That's good. You know, we're single, guys. No. Check it out. That means we're really cool. Yeah. Now, Chambo, you are redeeming yourself this evening because last Neighbours... What did I do? You watched the wrong week of episodes. i tell you what I did this week, though, hey? What did what I do did today? What did I do today, though, Vaya? I watched every episode and they were correct episodes. I was so proud of myself. And I even sent you a text to test you out. Like, I mentioned a detail from the week just to check that you understood it. And you did. Mate, I've taken notes. I'm fascinated by this film festival. Chambo, they <laughs> sent me a text message today and said, don't worry, Chambo watched the right episodes and I did this <laughs> sideways laughing face. I was like. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of this absolute slander, truthful slander, but I'm fascinated by the quills. I'm fascinated by, I mean, Chloe is a little bit clingy, don't you think? <gasps> no. You mean Nicolette. Nicolette. Yeah. 
Dude, I mean, come on, mate. Come on, mate. I have got views. You, you're going a bit hardcore on that stuff, mate. Come on, you're leaping a few, leaping a few hurdles before you haven't got to them, mate. Anyway, we can all talk. We can talk about that. Well, yeah. These are some great. Um, what are the introductory statements that you make in the first paragraph of an essay? I've forgotten all the terms. I think if I had to start an essay about neighbours today, I would say Clive is the biggest cuck of all time. <laughs> 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 based like, on what? On the based on the fact that I've watched the show, and I mean that ironically. I, I, cuck is obviously a ridiculous word, yeah, you know, hijacked by Republicans, but also yeah. hilarious. But also, like, it's like it seems like every time Clive just shows up, he's just like, uh, uh, "Play to such roles, anyone? Um, hey, anyone? Hey, hey, guys? Um, can I park my van? I just want to do some handiwork around the house. Yeah, can I pan my can I park my fucking van in your house? Any new driveway? Not a euphemism." An actual thing he wanted to do. <laughs> Anyone need some woodwork done around the house? <laughs> it's like, Clive, stand up for yourself, mate. Clive here. Chekhov's caravan, though, something's got to go down with that caravan that he's going to park out at, at the Brendan. Oh, I hope it runs over a few people and leaves a fall in peace. That's <laughs> all I'm so. Or maybe a bit of Breaking Bad gear. Someone starts a little cheeky lab. Ah. Hendrix. Actually, this could be an idea. Could the camper van be someone's reason to leave Ramsey Street. Well, that's how Lou left. He left in a camper van with one of his wives. I think Harold tried to run over a bunch of people with a camper van. I mean, who amongst us hasn't? (laughs) So let's do some Neighbours Council business before I vomit. um, drop my bundle completely. (laughs) The business again. Firstly, I have to thank a new patron, Stacey. From the Babysitter's Club. Boy Crazy Stacy, deep cut. Thank you for joining Patreon. Usually I include a trimming, a storyline that we don't mention on this episode, over on Patreon. Um, and I think this week it's going to be about David and Leo's little brotherly spat. <sighs> but big news in Neighbours Land. For weeks we've been bemoaning, for weeks, months, nearly a year we've been bemoaning the fact that the UK dropped behind us in Oz because they paused their episodes because of COVID panic, thinking they'd run out of them, even though Australia was, Fremantle was pioneering COVID bubble shooting. And uh, the solution to this has not been from Channel 5 to make up the difference in episodes. The solution has come from 10 Peach. 10 Peach is going to be broadcasting four Neighbours episodes per week, to give the UK a chance to catch up no to way. Australian pace. No way. And how long will it take for them to catch up, do you think? Christmas. Okay, gotcha. December's when it's earmarked yep. to sync up again. But I'm in my head, I'm like, well, Channel 5 is just going to play funny buggers again. They're just going to freak out again and pause the episodes again. Why should we have to suffer? Yeah, this is the, the girl in the group project who's done all the work and then it's like, oh, no, now we're going to fail, so I better do all my fellow students' work as well so that we can all okay, pass. I was that girl, so let's maybe leave her alone. Yeah, me too. That's why this, <laughs> I feel this deeply. <laughs> so July 26, I believe it's happening, Monday to Thursday. As a podcaster who discusses these episodes weekly, I welcome this little reprieve. Maybe we can get podcasts done on a Friday. Now, oh, and Beck and I are both in Melbourne. Did I mention that before? No. So we're locked down again, even though we did everything right. Chamber friends from Sydney gave us lockdown. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Gave us lockdown. <laughs> I'm sorry, unfortunately. <laughs> it's yeah. contagious. I apologise. They gave us big lockdown, guys. All right, let's get stuck in then. Because you're doing business with you. Um, Before we do anything, let's do a trimming chat for Patreon about Leo and David. This is the stuff that kicked off on Monday. Um, They are twins and they are having a stoush. I'll be back. Anyway, bottom line, I think Nicolette is being a little bit full on. They're very young. I feel like they should take their time. Can I just say... Can I say a serious thing and then I will no, get back no, on? To... No, it's... Well, I'm going to, Chavo, because this is my moment. 10.30 at night and we've had a few. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if Nicolette was a man behaving to a woman the way she is, people would be a lot more outraged about it. I'm back. That's all. I'm back. She's very controlling. Who? Nicolette. Let's talk about Nicolette. Actually, when you would say that, I mean... I pause, but I'm also again trying to work out which one is which. So I've got to. I'm gonna. Nicolette's the red. I'm gonna write red. Which one red about Nicolette? And how do you not understand which one is which? They're very different people. I watch these shows today. Draw a pregnant person chamber on your piece of paper. So controlling, controlling. I didn't think. I didn't feel controlling. I felt like more what? like really. Yeah, I felt more like just a bit thirsty. I, I say that. Bit desperado. Why don't you come to your set? Sorry, what? Firstly, I neglected to mention earlier that you should drink responsibly. Mm. And we are people that are too old to be worried about our drunken antics. We're very responsible. And also... I, and we're fully vaccinated. We're fully vaccinated. <laughs> and it's relevant. And I uh, don't normally drink. This is a treat, special treat. And Kate and CJ don't drink either. That's why they've got no place here this evening. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> so Beck and Chamber are on deck. Now, we are going to talk about the episodes commencing the week of July. What's today? 17, 17, 16, 15. 12? Thank you. Yep. July 12, 2021. So David and Leah have got this crack the sads at each other because each doesn't want the other interfering with Chloe and Nicolette's relationship. So, okay, firstly, we need to explain this plan that's concocted by Paul Pierce and Leo to keep Nicolette away from their family. It's because no one trusts her. I'm like, too late, guys. The horse has bolted and that horse is a fetus inside Nicolette. So (laughs) it's too late to be coming up with plans. But they've come up with plans like in Mean Girls when they draw up like Army of Skanks get rid of Regina's hot body. It's it's a plan where they're like, offer Chloe a job at the winery so you can cozy up to her and find out all the goss from the Nicolette relationship and do what? Like, and how's that going to affect her involvement? She's still the baby's mother, as Beck said. So the plan is very flimsy. Well, the baby still has to get out of her. Yes, which is, I guess, what they're all in a huff about, that we can't upset the apple cart we can't have Nicolette in a bad mood or the baby is jeopardized you know what Vay? when I was watching David this week I was like that is a man who is very stressed that he has never seen his biological child <laughs> like he just he's constantly panicked and so he should be because Nicolette is 
100% running off with that child. But also, has he never done his rounds in the maternity ward? Does he not know that people can give birth under very strenuous circumstances? Wait, is he a doctor as well? Yeah. Dude, I, I literally have a map on a pad right now and I've linked Chloe down to Leo and Aaron and then like done a thing from Paul to David and I'm I'm – it's like I'm forensically kind of trying to connect these people. It's very CSI for you, Chamber, isn't it? Yeah, and I apologised back before when I said that um, Nicolette was thirsty. I think feel, I feel like Nicolette is like planning something now. Like, and and then off the back of what you said, Vay, yeah, yeah, she's planning to steal a baby. But I think it is based on thirst. I think her raison d'être is her thirst for Chloe. It happened the moment she met her. This week they celebrated one year of um, Nicolette joining the show as Jane's daughter and they played some clips and the first day her first scenes as soon as she saw Chloe her like tongue dropped to the ground like a cartoon character like and she was like I'm gonna be with her and that's her laser focus has been on that then to get the means to the end is to her to be kind of plotty I just don't think that Chloe has at any point really been into Nicolette. Like, let's think about their relationship started when Chloe's mother literally was died yeah. on the couch in front of them. Mm. And Nicolette was a caregiver and was providing emotional support at the time. Like, I have to say, this whole week of Neighbours made me just feel wildly uncomfortable <laughs> because Chloe was not into it. Chloe had to live through a baby shower last week. This week she had to live through a surprise engagement party. Now, I've never been surprised engaged to anyone, but <laughs> I can imagine I would want to well, be... Well, this, this has been a ruse the entire time, Rebecca. <laughs> I am taking a virtual knee. I'm taking a virtual knee from... Uh, Are we surprised engaged? 1,200 kilometres away. I will see you in the rotunda, Chamber. I wish we hadn't turned our video cameras off. It would have been more effective. <laughs> but which, so, okay, wait, Chloe's mum is who? She's dead. Oh, she, don't worry about it. Yeah, she's dead. Faye. Oh, okay, gotcha. I mean, RIP, but yeah, yeah. We drink, we, we we salute her with wine. Dude, I'm drawing a map on my laptop, on my on notebook right now, like, and who's connected to who. It's amazing. Um, so, okay, Nicolette, my new theory. So, yes, I for ages thought Nicolette's going to run off with the baby. Like, there's going to be Nicolette and baby-shaped hole in the wall. But now I'm like, wouldn't it be fun if Nicolette's just like, I'm keeping the baby and I'm going to live next door. <laughs> you guys just have to see us from a, on bin night. Oh. Like, I'm throwing out more nappies. Hello, guys. And she just rubs it in by, like, living there with their child that they can't have. But don't you imagine, like, she might have to, like, by the fact that she might find a legal loophole or something and to keep her in the show? Because I imagine she's a pretty popular character. No, we hate her. Well, the thing is, love to hate. Yeah. I find her like a mini Paul Robinson. Like, you can't look away. She's just yeah. with her machinations. Who's the mini Paul uh, Roxy? Oh, the long blonde hair? Yeah. Actually, this, that describes four people on the show. Or Harlow. Am I right? Well, that was this week, that was sort of a feature that had developed. Like, usually she's goody two-shoes. But this oh, week... Okay. She she was gotcha. standing in the shadow of her grandfather and he was really proud of that. Yeah, sure. Oh, we're talking about Harlow now. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about that storyline? We're not on there. We're not. But look, we go where the wind takes us today, so go for it. So I'm very confused. So Margot Robbie's brother. Yes, Jesse. 
Chamber. That's Margot Robbie's real brother. Okay, and the character called Jersey. And which one's it? Oh my god. <laughs> I think I think Chamber's more lucid when he hasn't watched the episodes. No, but like the, there are like people who show up with like beards, like groomed beards, and they they look all cool. They all, they kind of fall into one. Well, spoiler alert: he did have a beard. It was Harlow. <laughs> so n- not Ned. Okay, not Ned. Coil, the bogan that you love. Coil. Oh yeah, that bloke. Okay, gotcha. That's Margot's. No, no, no. I'm talking about the quill, okay. which is a question I want to ask Vaya in a minute. About okay, yeah. So, Chamber, you know the quill group that you're really interested yes. in? The main, the handsome young lad in the centre of all of those hijinks. Really? That's... I mean, I'm really, I'm sorry, uh, Neighbours oh. fans, but um, I hope you don't hate me so much right now. I do because I can't handle this conversation sober and I'm not. So, this is hurting me. Okay, the blokey bloke. Coil. Is Margot Robbie's. No. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> the, well, the question I'm going to ask Chamber, which might help this, <sighs> is send a photo. Maya, yeah. you know how he was gay but also with Harlow, but he was pretending to be with Harlow? Yes. I'm confused. Is he really gay? Oh, I think he is because he was in an actual tryst with Curtis. Like, that was a real connection. But was he? Yeah, because Curtis was really sad. Are you ending it? I'm just really busy at the moment and I've got no time and with this mentoring stuff at work... I can work around your schedule. It wouldn't be fair on you. You're not into me anymore. Just be honest with me. I don't have the brain space for this. Like, they clearly boned. I was genuinely convinced. But also, actually, this might help Chabo because I wasn't watching Neighbours when this whole Julie Quill thing happened. Sure, I had yes, I was watching it, but I had to Google a few things because I was Lucy Goosey. So could you please teach us some things? Babe? Yes, Be- uh, Beck. What's your name, Michael? What is your understanding? Well, my name's Beck, but his name's Michael. Chamber, what's your understanding of the Quill Group drama? I'm not totally sure because there's a film festival, and <laughs> the Shorts and Briefs the- festival. Yeah, and I'm trying to work out like what the benefit of the film festival was. And there seemed to be that the Robinsons put forward a proposal and then the Quills copied it. Yeah, it was it was a device to show that there was a mole in the works. So, like, Lasseter's put forward this pitch to host the festival and suddenly they were gazumped and the festival went to the Quill group. So they realised there was a mole in their midst who was giving their ideas away, even though host film festival doesn't seem like, like a state-of-the-art idea that you couldn't just think of on your own. No, but also, like, I mean, it's a film festival in Australia, in the suburbs of Australia, and it's like, like, how much money can you make from doing a, like, what, what films are you going to show? Like, and also, clearly, the money goes to the film festival. Like, you pay the movie ticket; it goes to the organizer. You pay. I don't know how anything works. But aren't we missing the bigger issue? Re murder, etc. Yes, we are. So, but Chamber was more interested in the shorts and briefs. Chamber, are you interested in Shorts and Briefs or? What are Shorts and Briefs? The film festival name is the Shorts and Briefs. Oh, what are Shorts and Briefs? Oh, I don't even co- know. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm looking at um, Cameron Robbie's Instagram. Yeah, I bet you He's are. a very handsome man. Finally, Chamber's up to speed. Yeah, I'm catching Welcome, up. Welcome, Chamber. This is Neighbours, the Neighbours recap <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, but like, there, are too, there are too many people who look the same. There are too many people who have like, like you know, 
Yeah, there's too many white people. That's yeah, well, and it's like all a bunch of kind of handsome dudes with like a bit of a beard and or not uh, a beard, and no, it's like, well, actually, I don't know what's going on. They're all very different. Ned is very different to Kyle. Ned is very different. Ned stands apart. Faye and I would like to talk about Ned for the next three hours. Yeah, we will. I yeah. feel very attacked right now. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> not not tall men. No tall men. Um, quills. <laughs> Did you just get that? Um, the quills, so let me just recap. Um, we'll get back to Nicolette shortly. But the quills, they keep saying, she killed Josh. And it's like a very simplified summary of what happened. What happened is, at the time, Julie Quill was running Lassiter's and running it into the ground. and Why? Bypassing all these like health codes and cutting corners. And she was just trying to stick it to Paul Robinson a lot of the time. And she was actually played by Stefan Dennis's real wife. It's quite adorable. No way. Then at Lassiter's, there was a boiler explosion and it killed young Josh, who we then called Squash. And he's Tarage's, Rebecca Omaloglu's son. And he oh. a, a pillar fell on him and Paul went to jail for the murder of Josh. Wow. But ultimately it was found that Julie was responsible because she rigged something up with the boilers to claim insurance or some, something shifty. What's a boiler? I have absolutely no idea. Okay. <laughs> like a hot water heater, maybe? And and do you have to wear a boiler suit when you're around one? So we hate the quills, is the moral of the story. Except they're quite sassier. They're pretty fun. I like them. But so they indirectly, Julie was responsible for the, mur- the death of Josh under the pile of rubble. And got to say, so I don't forget later, hats off to Tarage having to relive that. And she had to go to some emotional places this week. And I really was there for all of that. Oh, she was great this week. Oh, wonderful. I really, I wanted her to dip into the tumble dryer and pull out a bottle of Aldi's Finest because that was a lot to deal with. Get all Vaya Pashos on it. Yeah. Now, the reason it's hit home, it's hit hard for Tarage is that now Jesse, Cameron Robbie, is found to be Julie Quill's son and he's infiltrated at Lassiter's. He's got a job there at the Flamingo Bar and Paul and Harlow were keeping that a secret from Tarage. They found out Jesse's secret and were like, let's just feed him a bunch of bogus information. So he takes it over to the Quill Hotel Group and they just make all these bad financial decisions, like buying land without researching it. And um, and I find a bit bad because I don't think he was smart enough for this. Well, no, and I thought at first he was playing that he was a bit of a ding-dong, but in actuality he just is. And he's like, but I was trying to be nice to my stepbrother and sister because they were going to not give me money anymore. I didn't mean to hurt anybody. Yeah, that was weird. Then Therese follows him after work and follows him to Port Melbourne to the Quill Hotel Oh, is that where that was? Yeah. Well, they say it's Port Melbourne. I don't know where it was. And she is like. I think it's in the verbs. And the bit that got me was when she said, I wanted to run straight to Paul and tell him everything, tell him and Harlow everything. And then I realised, hang on, they've been lying to me. I like that she just connected the dots on her own and just sat there in her chair, like spinning around and ready to just rip through them both. And did you also not want to bother me about the fact that Jesse's connected to the quills? And my first thought was to tell you about it, of course, because obviously he's the mole that we've been looking for. But then I realised you already knew, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Why wasn't I informed? 
The bit that got me was when she said to him, return your uniform in the morning. I was like, that would have been the least of my issues. Well, after all, they went through for Amy to design those uniforms. I also thought that Harlow was just wearing that weird shirt of her choice. I didn't realise that was a uniform. (laughs) There's a bit of um, discussion about that in the Facebook group, Neighbours Council. And my friend Charisma private messaged me from Neighbours and said, is it bad that I would wear that? Like I would just wear that out, that Lasseter's shirt. I I thought I would wear it too. (laughs) Uh, Chamber, are you still with us? I am, yeah. Great. I'm actually, I'm, I'm still drawing the dots. Of like, Chambo's <laughs> working on his diagram. When you put Jesse, I went down to like uh, Hendrix, and I got the feeling like when Therese at the end of the episode on Thursday, she had a little bit of the um kind of Godfather Part Two about her, <laughs> kind of like mm. I en- I enjoyed that. Like I want to keep messing with the quills. Well, you, you, do you mean Harlow, the the young girl? No, no, um, Therese, when she said to Paul something along the lines of like, you know, I'm going to paraphrase, but like, I fucked over the quills and I can get used to that. I want to do that more. Do you think? I thought Harlow was said that, his granddaughter. No, no, it was definitely Therese. His wife. Oh. Rebecca Emma Ligaloo. Because she was really emotional about it all and said, I don't want to, I don't want them in my life. I don't want to mess with them. No, that, oh, okay, wait, have I misheard that? I think Chambers watching a different No, show. generally. Chambers watching EastEnders or something. But wait a second. Okay, maybe I'm. I'm maybe I'm torn. But I. I Harlow. No, Harlow. Harlow's good. Harlow's good. But Therese was well, evil. I don't no. But Harlow, English girl, Paul's granddaughter, was saying, "Yeah, I am getting used to this because he's a shitbag, and I like taking him for a ride." It's. It's. But didn't Therese say? So Rebecca no. Emilogalu. No. Am I right? No. Well, hey, it's, look, art is open to interpretation. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're all, you know, when we watch it on 1.5 speed, <laughs> we can all find different things. <laughs> I, my, my, the moment that I enjoyed from that exchange with Therese, Harlow and Paul was when Therese looked at them and said, and why wasn't I informed? <laughs> like she was talking to her subordinates. I loved it because it was the most interesting thing Harlow's done for about six months. It's true. She's instead of mooning off, mooning around for her prison army boyfriend and that's the thing i found as well like um not much of Anne, not much of clive not much of uh dr carl and susan and like maybe like a minute from school during the whole i mean that's got to do with the roster i'm sure oh yeah for sure and i'll say carl wanted to call the baby carleen that was amazing and carl well actually carl you'll notice chambo his ears pricked up when the film festival wild card entry got mentioned didn't it yeah he was having a thing with jane about it yeah oh that's right to, to win five grand yeah ding 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 yeah. money so he's gonna cook up a little short film idea and so is jane and clive i hope we get to see a film i hope we get to see like in gilmore girls kirk a film by kirk yes like i hope we get to see the full movie that one of them knocks up on their ipad clive's done powerpoint presentations via he knows how to do it and i think i feel like the gorilla gram in him is an artist at heart, you know? Oh, yeah. Clive's a man of art. Yeah. Um, I th- is that the quills covered off now? That's the quills done, dusted, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about Amy. Yes, I want to talk about Amy too, but we have to. Okay, should we talk about Amy before the- and we get back to the baby shower maybe? I mean, not the baby shower, the engagement? Or should we? Sure. I just love Amy. I just want to talk about it all the time. Yeah, let's talk about Amy. Okay. Amy went to Cairns. Because that's where her family live. She's got two ex-husbands who both came out of the closet and she's got three kids among them. And the kids, are we've now learnt the kids are called Jax and Zara and Elijah. Of course they are. 
perfection. Naming perfection for Amy. And where are the kids now? Still cans. Cans. I mean, cans slash hopefully any minute they'll walk through our doors in Ramsey Street. Uh, They can't be far away. Um, And so now she's having a crack at Ned. Literally everyone, and I'm here for it. Levi, is that right? Yes. So who do you guys want her to end up with? Ned! (laughs) Well, Zaya and I want her to end up with Ned, but also, like, I feel like as a single woman in her 40s, Amy really speaks for me. (laughs) And I love that she's just like, whatever, Ned, Levi, do it, do it, do it. At the same time. And you know what I really loved was that the sex positivity radiating from all the characters, every single yes. one of them. We're like, was fine with you do you, Amy, you you cater to your loins. Well, no, not do you, do them as it turns out. Do them, you do them, hun. Ned's already told me. I don't care, Amy. And besides, you guys kissed like once. You weren't even dating. No, I don't want you to think I was judging you. You can do whatever you want with Levi, obviously. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. The lads were like, oh, I'm a bit sad she's not with choosing me today. But you know what? More power to her. She's got to follow her bliss and I'll give it a crack tomorrow. Ave, can I ask another neighbour's serious question? This is what we're here for. Go. Not serious, but this is what lost me a bit this week. So Sheila had the shits that Levi was doing it with Amy, right? Yeah. And as I understand, that was based on the fact that Amy did it with Puffy. Yep. And Dippy was Sheila's friend, but also Dippy had sex with Bachelor Tim yeah. and Don Haney before that. So I I didn't understand <laughs> Sheila's upset. Um, I think they worked backwards from we need Sheila to overreact because that's go- okay. gold and it was. It was hilarious. Um, and, and she's like, why didn't you lot tell me that Levi was sleeping with Amy and Kyle and Roxy were like, we, we only found out this morning. And she's like, I had to wait half a day. Also, like, I don't have a grandma. Mm. My grandma's died when I was very young. But as I understand it, I probably wouldn't have told them about my sex life as an adult. I mean, when you live with them, it's a different story. Is it? I don't know. I imagine. Because there's, you know, common areas. I found interesting too, like the scene, I can't remember what day, where Sheila walked up and they were talking about this kind of thing with Ned, Levi and uh, Jacinta Stapleton, Amy, and she's like, what are you all talking about? And like I also find like when someone says, what are you all talking about? It's like, we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Like, what? Like, the, don't the alter- open a conversation with that. The alternative is you make something up and as we learned earlier in the week, Often that can be flimsy. So when Leo and David were shirty with each other and Paul walked in and he's like, what's going on here? What are you talking about? And David goes, groceries, and then wanders off. (laughs) And Paul's like, okay, now tell me what you're actually talking about. You have to come up with a feasible excuse. So can we talk about Cowboy Ned, Vaya? Can we talk about Cowboy Ned? I'm just a bad boy. Yeah. Okay, so this is the plan that – is it Coyle that suggests to Levi and Ned? There's a lot of discussions without the other one knowing what anyone's referring to. So as far as we know, this is some one-night stand Leo had that no one knows, but it's Amy. And so Co- – Not Leo. Huh? Levi. Levi. Oh, fuck. I'm sick of all these – Leo, Levi, Kyle, Coyle, B, V, 
Liam and Amy oh, yeah. would be great. All comers welcome for Amy. Come on, come all, as they say in the classics. I really did like everyone saying no shade, no judgment, Amy, whenever, whenever you're ready, I'll be here. Excuse me, I had to hiccup. So she's back from Cairns, but she's got Ned on the brain. Who can blame her? I mean, she's only human. She's only human. I feel like this is some of Ned, Ben Hall's best acting has been with Amy. Chamber, how do you feel about Ned? Probably maybe different to how Vaya and I do, but. <laughs> no, I think uh, Ned in a cowboy hat um, is fine. I feel like they should have maybe locked the door when, mm. was it Roxy walked yeah. in? I feel like if you're going to... Ned's cousin, so I'll be what? I mean, I think they should have locked the door an anthology of Neighbours over the years, you know. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, you need to kind of, you know, make sure, like, no one's around before you take your shirt off while wearing jeans and put on a cowboy hat. But uh, it's their own, and there's a lot of crossbreeding in Ramsey Street, so <laughs> go for your life. Coyle has suggested, because Levi's like, why won't she hook up with me again? And Ned's like, why won't she hook up with me again? And Coyle's like, go and recreate the magic of what sparked things in the first place. So Leo's like, ah. I we kissed over the marshmallow roasting, so I'm going to rock up with a bag of marshmallows, leading yeah. to a hilarious exchange between Toadie and him, where he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, I... Kids like marshmallows. I have brought marshmallows for your children. That made me feel uncomfortable. Tony was like, that's creepy, mate. <laughs> um, so he's trying to recreate that moment. And then Ned is like, well, we got hot, had the horn for each other when I was dressed up like a cowboy. So I'm going to go dig up my chaps again and just get about in the cul-de-sac in my chaps and hat. Look, and the cowboy thing is not for me. It's not for Vaya Pashos. Oh, it's for Bechdal. It's for Bechdal. But I do also enjoy the idea of like the, um, hi, I'm Toadie. I'm a high-powered lawyer and I will be home at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday and I will find you two cooking marshmallows over a candle. How romantic. Maybe he's in lockdown, Chambo. I'm a high-powered lawyer and I was home at 3 p.m. on Wednesday. Yeah. I was trying to tap into what these lads were trying to recreate and I thought, what have I done? Have I tried to do some cosplay to woo a man? Oh. Hello. And I was de- digging back into the archives of Vaya Pashos. And I thought, I thought, because I used to be a children's entertainer. I oh. dressed up as a fairy. Okay, where is this going? I was a fairy princess uh, doing kids' parties from, you know, ages 18 through 21. And I thought I had come home from a kids' party dressed in my fairy gear and glitter and stickers and everything. And I thought I had worn that home to impress my beau at the time, who is my current live-in partner, and I put that to him and he has no memory of it. And he's like, I would remember that. And I'm like, yes, you would remember that. And so now I'm wondering, did it happen? Did we just talk about it and I never did it? It was a very long, I'm very old. It's a very long time ago. But you're younger than us, so (laughs) watch the age chat. (laughs) Uh, I once kissed a boy when I was dressed as Jerry from the Spice Girls. Does oh, that wonderful. I can see you in a Jerry ensemble. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Chandra, Chandra, what about you? What's your cosplay history? No, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm generally trying to think the last time I dressed up. Like, um, well, approximately an hour ago we saw you. Well, yeah, when I showed him, yeah, put on a top hat and had a fake cigar and put on a Hawthorne scarf and held up my childhood teddy bear that I am. Um, <laughs> That aside. I, I really can't think of a lot. These are items that were all within arm's reach. 
<laughs> Michael Chamberlain. Yeah, I really can't think of one. I'm sorry, I, I very much apologise. Actually, though, I kissed I kissed a girl once in a, uh, a Jerry Spice outfit. <gasps> oh, uh, wait. A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another girl in a, in a fairy outfit. Um, oh, and, there was an, and her partner was looking at me going like, mate, come on. <laughs> right in front I'm of me. Right here. That's weird. What is this, Levi and Ned, Ned having beers on a Saturday hour? <laughs> Mate, we live we live in the same street. Don't do that. <laughs> so what I'm saying is who among us hasn't gone to these lengths to get his end in? That's what I'm saying. That's what she said. They said. He said. Everyone said. <laughs> Amy says she had a really rough time in the cans. Her kids didn't want a bar of her. So she's enjoying this extra attention from the young lads. Relatable content. Also... She is a woman in her 40s who is wearing a crop top. Amen, sister. She's like, um, I was about to say Sri Lankan. That's the wrong word. Spanish. Flamenco. <laughs> Flamenco. <laughs> it's got the same cadence as the word Sri Lankan. Flamenco. Yeah, it was pretty racist. Camera from your mouth. Flamenco. Cameron Diaz? Yeah. What? Flamenco dancer yeah. outfit. Vaya's been cancelled, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Vaya. Hashtag cancelled. Um, what I need to... Uh, analyze here though is amy is relishing in the attention it's feeding her ego you know when you're down and someone pays you a little compliment why wouldn't you amy is all of us go there but i it's nice to see the the men in a position of insecurity and they're like trying to impress amy and ned's like oh but you know i was reading the signals wrong and wait so you're not here to tell me that was stupid Wait, have I been misreading the signals? Because honestly, if you want me to stop, you can just say the word. And he's second-guessing everything. It's nice. To, it's refreshing to see that. It in. is. Can we also talk about dates? Okay. Oh, yes, yes. Not the fruit that you eat with blue cheese. Although, what a great idea. <laughs> um, so, Levi said to Amy, let's go on a date to Nicolette and Chloe's stupid engagement party, mm. right? But it's not a date. We're just going together. Yeah. And then Ned said, we're going on a date, but I can't really say what it is. Because he hasn't thought of it yet. No. And I was like, fair play. And then he has the sick burn where he goes, but it's not going to be to my grandma's pub. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But, like, I haven't been on a date for a while. That's probably too honest for me. But I don't think your first date is to your grandma's pub, to your neighbour's awkward engagement party, is it? But wasn't it also held in a bagola, like in the local park? It was a big garden chamber. I have a bit of respect. The murder rotunda is where the proposal was and then where Chloe went yeah, to have okay, a little gotcha. She went to have a little think, little alone time. But the beer garden was a new set, wasn't it? I don't remember a beer garden. That's where the party, the engagement party was. I thought the party was in the bar. No, then they went yeah. outside. So Plain Jane Superbrain organised like the celebration and then I feel like um, – Okay, I look at my map of like arrows going around. Chloe then went to the Rotunda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, they were all outside in a beer garden of sorts. No memory. When Nicolette was saying to Ned, Oh, spoiler alert, me and Chloe are gonna have a baby. Because Ned said, When are you coming back from maternity leave? Oh, that's just like the front patio of the waterhole, oh, isn't it? I thought it was like a beer garden I'd never seen before. It was like a three minute scene where they were, they were all at the front of the pub smoking. It was like the weirdest yeah. thing I've ever seen on Neighbours ever. They were starting on. Oh, is that where B 
Faye was singing when she punched the guy. Oh, and it's where people were standing when they had the um, the miming competition, the lip sync competition mm-hmm. that was COVID safe, that people were just watching from the back patio. Yeah. It was fun. It was great to have them all behind the bar yelling surprise. That was cute. Wasn't it? I, it was just a bit of colour and movement that I appreciated. Oh, the whole thing just made me wildly uncomfortable, babe. <laughs> let's get to it. Let's get to it. But, like, let's – so at the moment where we're, we're poised is Ned and Leo, Levi, fuck, syllables, are now vying, each vying for Amy's affections. Leo vying, Levi vying. Yes. Yeah. And Ned's had a sexy makeout session with her already and he just wants wow. to get – get back in on that and Levi has had a role in the hay with her and wants to recreate that but also they're all kind of Ned's catching feels a little bit I think Ned's got more feels than Levi does oh yeah 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 but they have so much chemistry Amy and Ned do you also think Ned's never been told no by a woman before yeah and Vaya Pashos wouldn't tell Ned no oh so, Beck Dahl would not tell no. Ned no no yeah Michael Chamberlain would tell Ned no <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's more value in the story to have Amy go with Levi because I feel like Ned's a stayer. So I feel like Ned's going to be like the 20-year veteran. I feel like they've put their wagon on him. And they can keep holding out because he's meant to be canonically Natalie Imbruglia's son, like Beth Brennan. Yeah, so I feel like like Ned's going to be like their... um, Their next toady. I feel like a little bit, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or the next Clive, the next Clive. But I feel like Ned's been around for a bit. I'm just like thinking like he's like the super hunk. They can kind of put their weight behind. Super and so they w- when super When hunk. Ned goes. That's a phrase we don't hear enough. No, and I love that for him. When Ned goes, I'm going to leave, they go, how about we put another little 100 grand on the contract? And he'll be like, I'll stay. Big hunky so, for Ned. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Because you need that marketable dude, you know. But also I think that like Natalie and Brilli has just put out a new album and really? maybe they just keep holding out. Yeah, so they're just like maybe we'll just get her one day and it'll be a great family reunion. And she only just she found out. with the guy from Silverchair? No. Yes. And I think she only just found out, like I just saw recently with her album launch, she was doing some p- British press and they were saying, so are you, are you keen to go back to Ramsey Street and check on how, you, how your son's doing? And she's like, my what now? They're like, yeah, your son's on Neighbours. He's Ned. Oh, she didn't know. She didn't know. That is bad. If I was the publicist, hello, Ned's right there. I'd be tweeting Natalie and Brulia every day. I mean, you'd be torn, wouldn't you? <laughs> It'd be cool if they all come back. Like, why not come back? Like, you know, all of them, like. Just do, you know, half an hour. Yeah. Do one scene, just pop in the background. It's cool. Like, they made you, you know. So, proposal. We're on proposal. Yeah. Go, you talk about it. So, I felt like the proposal, I felt like, well, like, was the biggest one of the week. Like, that was the big story. But we also had a cast member leave. Yes. We'll get to her. She'll, we'll give her her own moment. The proposal, Nicolette has, is, is a runaway freight train at this point. She is just away. You cannot, like, the starter gun's gone off. She's gone. You cannot grab her back. Chloe has had some doubts about moving forward with the relationship, but her brother, Aaron, keeps calling her out on her commitment phobia. Yeah. And she's like, well, screw you. I'm locking it down, even though I've already been married recently. And the divorce, has the ink dried on her divorce papers, Beck? Well, you have to be separated for 12 months to get divorced. I think they got divorced, didn't they? Only just. I mean, Lorsch more, you know, on that show. Yeah. But you know who I think 
I've got a question. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Plain Jane's super brain is far too involved. Yeah, I think she's still trying to make up ground with her daughter because they were estranged for so many years and she's still holding a lot of guilt about that. And so she's making it up by throwing parties. Yeah, well, I think it was the world's most uncomfortable proposal, including the one Chamber did before. On <laughs> Come on, mate. We're all in on it. Worry. I brought my mum. My mum planned it. So <laughs> can, I, can I ask the dumb question? Is Chloe... The child of Plain Jane, no, Superbrain, and no. Des. It's Nicolette, mate. No. Not Des. Uh, Nicolette, the redhead. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, guess, I, I'm so confused. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Consult your piece of paper, Chamber. I <laughs> know. Oh my God. Next time, can you not watch? Can you not watch anything next week? <laughs> next time. But wait. So Plain Jane, Superbrain is the mum of Nicolette, the redhead. Yep. Gotcha. Not Des. Is that the child? Of not Des. Okay, not the child of Des. Some guy called Vic who is a mover and a shaker. Which she calls Daddy, which, anyway. Yeah, you don't want to call Dad Daddy. I love a bit of Daddy. I'm, I'm devastated oh, my partner wait a doesn't second. want We've it. seen a lot about value right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Here my we go. Partner doesn't want, <laughs> my partner doesn't want to be Daddy. Yeah. He wants to be Papa. Okay. And I'm upset about that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Well. <laughs> Nothing sus. Anyway, so Chloe and Nicolette got engaged. Chloe said yes. Chloe's been up up in the air about all of this and we're all seeing alarm bells, like do not do this, do not commit when you're feeling doubts. But she's like, whatever, no harm, no foul. It's just a little cheeky engagement between friends. She shouldn't have said yes. No, she should have said, I'll think about it. Normalise thinking about these things. Oh, I feel like, okay, I'm going to fuck up the names, but I feel like Chloe, the tall one. Yes. 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 Uh, should not have done that at all and Nicolette um, is a bit too full on and mm-hmm. Chloe is obviously going to then get walked in on by Paul when she's making out at the wine yard, vineyard, <laughs> with, wine the, yard. with the bloke who is Paul's son and fuck, man, this fucking family tree is fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. I just wanted to remember and say something from socials that is really charming and that is in all the behind the scenes stuff charlotte chimes who plays nicolette calls annie jones mum like just off camera just like hey mum can you and it's really adorable that's really that's cute all. that's really cute that is cute it's lovely yeah it's really nice Faye, do you want um chloe and leo to be together no i think they've had their moment in the sun and i enjoyed it back when it happened i don't want chloe and nicolette i want chloe and ned to be together Hundred percent. Beck and I have recently discovered, not recently, over the years, we've discovered that our things that appeal to us are very much in sync. Fact. Not only is Ned the the object of our affections, but Ned's ships (laughs) we've lined up. Ned and Chloe, I think, have a great little spark that's not been explored. What do you think, Maybo? Well, Nicolette, by the fact that I think no, actually, I take that back. Retract, Your Honor. Aaron. The guy that they were in the room? No. Is that on the, Aaron's brother? No. Leo. 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 Black floppy hair. With the dimples. The bloke who's keen on her. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're good at this stage, but I also feel like Chloe's very young and um, should, you know, obviously, you know, not commit to anything. Um, but I feel like Nicolette is like kind of calling a lot of stuff at a very early age that she maybe should not be calling. How old do you think they are, Chambo? 
Chloe's like 32 yeah. plus and she's got a debilitating illness, oh, really? Huntington's. It doesn't always get a mention, but she, it's there bubbling away. So she is often worried. Like this week we saw a lot of insecurities about the future. She got twitchy anytime anyone mentioned the future and babies and family and this and that. That was triggering her a little bit. So, And I think it's a quite um, remiss of Nicolette not to actually bring that up with Chloe and say, hey, I know you're worried about your future. Where do you see it going before I spring a proposal on you? And also let's have a baby. She keeps saying that. She keeps saying, like, so the current baby is about to pop from her. Like, obviously, I've got a 14-month-old and I've decided early on, like, before he was conceived, he was going to be an only child. But when you're pregnant, the only thing on your mind is getting the baby here. But I I think, Vaya, the difference between you and Nicolette and there's just one. Well, many yeah, and married. You drank more than Nicolette. Yeah. <laughs> while pregnant. One of them is that Nicolette gets confused from week to week whose baby it is. Because last week she said, or the other week she said to Pierce, Chloe and I are having a baby. And it's like, nah, you're not. Though. No. But then she, th- this week she was like, we're going to have a baby one day soon. Yeah, so it's confusing. But, yeah, Chambo, I don't think they're as young as you think they are. Yeah, because I, I, I'm i looking at Chloe Brennan now. I'm like 25, 24. I think they're in their 30s. Really? April Pengillies at least. 30. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I just kind of imagine they're like a couple in their 20s. I'm sorry. Um, I don't see the age. Sorry. I mean, you might be as, you know, you might be uh, judgmental, but... April's 33. No, I love the fact that they're not – I love that there's we're highlighting storylines about 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, whatever everyone else is. You know, it's it's fun. Yeah, I generally thought they were like, you know, like a mid-20s kind of couple. I, I'm now worried about how young Levi is. Uh, Charlotte Chimes is 27, the Nicolette How character. old is Levi? I'm worried that he's only like 20. So Amy is, what, my age, like 40? I mean, <clears throat> 30. I'm doing a lot of Googling right now. I need to understand the maths because everyone was going on about how Amy and Levi was like a crime. I'm getting a water. Carry on. And Cinder Sapleton, Chamber, she should be on your search. But wait, Chloe, no, Nicolette is a surrogate for. Well, theoretically, but legally, she's the mother of that child. Oh. So in the future, we'll see her run away with a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe try and draw Chloe to go with her. And then Chloe will be like, I can't do it. Well, I don't know that because Chloe, so it's Chloe's brother's kid. Yeah, wow. Because that would be on your piece of paper. Yeah, I mean, the arrows I've drawn. There's a lot of arrows going on. That's where it gets confusing is that Chloe's Nicolette's girlfriend, but she's also the sister of her baby daddy. I just, I can't imagine a world where you're nine months pregnant and already like thinking about when to get pregnant with the next baby. I'm like, no, your only focus is how are we getting this baby here? Mm. What am I going to go through? Especially when it's your first. I'm going to the bathroom. Keep talking. Okay. There's a lot going on in that street. There's a lot going on. I'm still confused by your piece of paper. Dude, I'm drawing like lines of like, Who's related to who? But, like, where does red pen end and blue pen start? Well, I, I pulled the wrong pen out. Yeah. Well, my, my blue pen is the neighbor's notes of the episodes. Yeah. And then the red pen is the uh, arrows I've drawn tonight of who's related to who. Oh, um, wow. 
What's the deal, Hendrix and Jesse? No deal, as it turns out. Yeah, so they were, but weren't they? They were nothing. But like, weren't they arguing? Hendrix was worried because his teacher Curtis was sad because he'd just been dumped. Yeah, the deaf guy. Or... And there was a whole plot point about Curtis worrying about ableism. He's like, oh, Jesse just broke up with me because I'm deaf and it's my insecurity. And I felt for the guy and I was really on his side when he threw Jesse into the luggage rack. Yeah. And then Therese yelled at Jesse. I don't know how we got back there, but ultimately Chloe takes a moment in the murder rotunda with Leo. She's suffocated because the whole relationship's been put on fast forward. Also, again, David, this doesn't involve you. Yeah, David, you're a doctor. Stop going, oh, we have to protect Nicolette because she's carrying our baby. It's like women have given birth in war zones. Like I'm sure she's going to be fine. I think he's saying that because he knows that she could run off with his baby at any moment. I don't think it's a health issue. I think it's a legal issue. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, then it's your fault, you schmuck. Then why didn't you go to Canada and have a surrogate the old-fashioned way? Fact. Um, I need to talk about Yashvi because I don't want to forget to talk about Yashvi. Beautiful Yashvi Rebecca left us on Tuesday and I cried because I was not expecting to cry. She was packing and she was biting her friends' heads off. This is something I would do, like stress yourself out packing and yell at the people that are helping you and then get told by someone, like a loved one, pull your head in, you're offending people, go be nice to them. And then they're throwing a party for her at the nursery and she says it's like Sonia's going to say goodbye to me too and I got really emotional. I got really emotional. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, look, Yashvi's let me down because I wanted her to be an AFL player. Me too, Chambo. She was going to join the AFLW, but she didn't make the cut. She tried out. Gotcha. And she's one of the few, uh, she moved to Sydney. Usually they move to Queensland, don't they? Well, because her family moved to Sydney and she missed them. Mm-hmm. But they have this moment in the nursery. We see Dippy, Toadie, Nellie and Hugo and Mackenzie and other people and Levi there to send Yashvi off, give her um, a farewell. She has a really emotional moment with Toadie, who says he's really proud of her. And she went from the kid who was setting off, like, clownfish, who was setting off fireworks in the backyard, to now she's, you know, works for the police department. Some dodgy things in my time. Oh, that's why I'm so proud of you now. You were like me when you first came to Erin's for a, you know, a rap bag with, with too much energy and not enough sense, and you worked your way through it. And you found your passion, just like me. Yeah, a lawyer and a cop in the Rebecca family. And they said, like, there's two Rebeccas, one's a cop and one's a lawyer, which I thought was Yeah. Well, that sounds like a joke. Two Rebeccas walk into a pub, <laughs> one's a cop, one, one's a lawyer. <laughs> but, Vay, I forgot to watch the credits after she left. What's happened? What do you mean, the credits? What were they telling us? Did they do a little tribute, you know, kind of? Highlights. And she moved? Like, and she, well, she was at the bar. Did the they day. show the removalists who took her luggage from her? <laughs> yeah. Were they wearing masks? <laughs> and, oh, you mean the opening credits? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't notice. Um, also, she just packed everything in a suitcase and took it on the plane. She just packed one extra carry on, like one extra checked bag, and Who she was good to go. Her whole life in one suitcase. People that freeload off of Toadie Rebecca, that's who. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah, because I imagine he would be the halfway house for characters coming through over the years. Like, oh, yeah. We know this dude's not going to do five years. We're going to put them in for three months, we'll move them in with Toadfish. Would that be the general gist? That sounds like a sentence. Yeah, I was like, is this real? 
we're sentencing you to three months at Tony's house. But would that be the general gist? Like, it's kind of like, you know, hey, you know, you go to Carl and Susan's or you go to Toadies. That's true, actually. In this case, they were his rellos. Yeah. So this, she's his niece. So it made sense that they were all living together. Because she's the daughter of Pufferfish, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. What an chambo. Yeah, I'm really impressed by that. Well, I'm... I would be if I wasn't already disappointed in everything else you've <laughs> remembered so far. But look but, at my arrows, um, mate, and the picture I sent you. But Amy's doing time at Tony's now. And I love their relationship. You really yeah. can tell they're old mates when they have this great little back and forth and he's always like, okay, can I talk now when she's doing word vomit at him? And it's just a fun Yeah, one. when she made him the cocktails, I like that. Oh, good, ad break. Attention, please. Have you heard about Shots and Brace? Which one's Levi and which one's Ned? cute shall we do citizen or citizen let's we can put our video cameras yeah i just want to see you guys my fucking map i made it's really good i liked it it's a pity you couldn't um it's a pity didn't help you no i've no idea what those people are (laughs) citizen do you have one chambo paul citizen yeah why like just being a a ship bloke generally being a ship bloke i mean for, for 35 years Paul has been a ship bloke. Oh, this is like a broader historical shitbag. I mean, no, I mean, no. I mean, you don't you don't try to take a film festival in the eastern suburbs of suburban Melbourne. You don't fucking do that. But let alone a short film festival which doesn't need <laughs> yeah. this upheaval. But yeah. Short film festivals don't get enough press and moving them from location to location is not going to help them. Imagine if imagine if Tropfest is like, oh, are we going to be at Fed Square or are we going to be at the art centre? Like, no. Yeah, or we're going to be like two hours out of Sydney. Um, <laughs> uh, Paul, because if you come after a fucking film festival and I really want to find out what it is, like if it's like an Australian film festival or it's like, you know, Khan. Do you want to be in it? No, it's Aussie because, like, because fucking Carl Kennedy's applying. Oh, really? So, like, anyone anyone could shoot a film. Oh, yeah. dude. And if okay, okay. And if you if you want to take down the quills because of that, then I'm on the quill side now. I'm Whoa. team quills. I'm over Paul. I'm team quills. Do you know what the quills should do? They should host the quills awards, the journalism awards. They're called the quills. Oh, the ultimate trick. I have a shitizen. His name is David Tanaka. <gasps> just think you need to stop having tantrums and empower a pregnant woman to be able to control, be in control of her emotion. Okay, as soon as I'm saying that, it's ridiculous. Give the pregnant woman the benefit of the doubt that she's going to be able to keep her bundle and not drop it. <laughs> Literally. Just because her relationship is on tenterhooks. Just go to work, David, at the hospital. It's COVID. Go work on the COVID ward. Yeah, there's a lot of interfering going on there. Yeah. It's really offensive to women, and I don't have the brain space right now to say how, but it is. It's offensive to women. But did you find it interesting too, like, I think it was David saying to the other guy, don't try and... What other guy, Chambo? Saying to the bloke... His brother. His his twin brother. Yeah, the bloke, who is Paul's son. <laughs> They're both That's Paul's David. Son. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, fuck. Yeah. And he's like, essentially going, hey... Don't fuck that lady in a relationship. And it's like, who the fuck says that? Like, who says that? <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you doing? If, if you find out, like, if you find out that there's an illicit, if you find out illicit gossip, like someone's going to do the dirty, you go, oh, wow, you're going to go there. Like, you, you, don't, you don't just dictate to someone what they can and can't do. You just go, oh, are you sure you're going to go there? That's a bit messy. All right, go for it. Don't let me stop you. This doesn't happen in my life nearly enough. 
I, will, I want to tell a story right now, but I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Does it involve celebrities or you? No, 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 no. Just, no, I can't. It's too late. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. It's too late. <laughs> but no, I found, that, I found that really funny. Like, he was like, you know, hey, don't do it. Don't do it. And it's like, wait, don't. A- anyway, I found it all weird. Yeah. I agree with you, but. Just, they should be buying, like, they should be baby-proofing yeah. their damn house. They should be working out who's on leave, paternity leave. Put some stuff on the PowerPoints. <sighs> Painting a wall. I mean, they've done that. Blue or pink, doesn't matter. They did that, like, weeks ago. It was very uninteresting. Yeah. It was green. Rebecca Dahl. That's me. I feel like I've got acid reflux. Wow, okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> I would like to give Citizen of the Week to Amy Greenwood. Yay. For rooting all the hot young guys. Yeah, good on her. Fucking do it, mate. And sister. And making two sexy strapping lads second guess themselves. Suck shit, sexy strapping lads. Yeah, suck shit, sexy strapping lads. As the old saying goes. Learn what it's like to just question every damn manoeuvre. And everything you've said and done. So where where do you reckon that story goes by the fact that, like, it's... um? I think her and Ned, lovers. Yeah? And I think Levi's going to get his heart broken. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I'm all for Levi exploring his life outside the police force and having a bit of fun. Yeah. I just, I think he needs to keep on that journey and keep seeing who else is out there. I mean, I just get the feeling like Ned's going to be, like, the kind of centre of the show from now on. Oh. I just feel like there's uh, something about him, like he kind of could be like the kind of like the dude who hangs around for a while. You know what I mean? I mean, don't tease Vader and I like that. There is mm. something about him, but I think you're giving him a lot of credit. I don't think he's the axis of the show. Okay. Um, but I think he he could be like Clive Gibbons of the future. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. He'll come back in thirty years and they're like, didn't you sit on a cake, mate? <laughs> and that could be his gorilla gram yeah. turn. In 30 years, people will be, like, walking around with a Victoria sponge and he gets triggered. And I hold much um, love for the person who might edit the show, but, like, where do you find uh, – where'd Melanie go? <gasps> she's around. She's – she. I mean – But she was not in this week. She's not a full-time cast member, so okay. she probably wasn't gotcha. rostered on. She's still Toadie's partner. Okay. And, oh, great bit of inside goss okay. from – Maddie Bond, who writes for the show. Wait, should you say this out loud? Yeah, no, it's on Twitter. It's in the public sphere. A few of us were lamenting the fact that Toadie and Melanie haven't kissed. Yes. We're about to get all ageist. Like, why are all the hot young people kissing and Toadie and Melanie, who are of a certain age, are not locking lips? But we never see them like... So, behind the scenes info. So, Maddie said, when they got together, Toadie and Mel, there was zero kissing allowed. Because of COVID. Ah. A little while later, we were allowed one kiss per week. Huh. <laughs> I mean, sure, me too. Yeah. Sounds like being married, which inevitably got taken up for big plot first kisses or last kisses, you know, like Mackenzie and Hendrix getting together. Or But hopefully when there's no other kisses needed, they will get to sneak one in. And I find this delightful yeah, and refreshing and like they haven't been forgotten. And so that's why there was a moment this week when Amy and Ned leaned into each other and then Roxy walked in. I think in a normal era, they would have just gone in there. But also, like, how is one kiss a week COVID safe? 
because, and this is another behind the scenes, if you saw Charlotte in April, when Nick and, Nick and Chloe did their first kiss, they do COVID tests like every three days. Yeah. When they had their first kiss, they had to rehearse it in their masks. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, gotcha. Of course, they yeah. They had to fully press masks together, delightful, and then take the masks off for the take. Oh, jeesh. Back then, like, you really generally would have been like, jeesh, do I not have it? And do they not have it? But also maybe not now. <laughs> well, yeah, God. Yeah, Melanie and Tony can't cut a break. And I think I'm with you, uh, Vaya. Uh, Nicolette runs off with the baby, but she runs off to like the like two houses down and says, yeah, "It's my baby." I, yeah, I think that would be even more fun if she just ran. <laughs> I'm running up the cul-de-sac <laughs> with the baby. Plug your shows, podcasts, Beck, Chicks Talking Footy, Enjoy ninety four point nine. Your voice, your radio station, Michael Chamberlain, and the Drug Time Alpha podcast with my friend Adam, <laughs> Adam Rosebucks, but also Chicks Talking Footy. It's awesome. It's a great show. Chamber's trying to say junk time. Junk. AFL. It's junk and it's time. Okay. Have you got time with your junk? What do you think about this? Do you think a Harold comes back? Do you think a Lou comes back? Just with Harold. No. Just for like a bit of one? No, Lou. They should all come back. Like I feel like they all. Bring them all back. I mean, the thing. They do come. Chamber, you don't watch, mate. We're in the trenches watching this shit every day, all right? They no. I mean, like the big. I mean, like I mean Kylie. I mean Guy Pierce. I mean, like Kylie. Like the best thing Kylie could do is come back and just be like, "Hey, this is where I came from." And I'm going to I mean, just come back. Like, what's Charlene going to walk in looking like Kylie I mean, like that's now? the thing. And they, they can just say that she's in the background. Like when Chris Hemsworth did, like, the background of Home and Away. Like, just have Kylie in the back of the cafe. But who's working in the um, garage right now? No one. Z- zero people. Charlene, did Hemsworth, did Hemsworth do that? Yeah, Hemsworth did a background of Home and Away. Recently. Yeah. Maybe five years ago, seven really? years oh, ago. Yeah. God, love that man. Just did, like, an extra shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Come back. I remember like hearing like Guy Pierce when they, I mean, Vaya looks very angry at me right now. But I'm just really there's not a lot of bandwidth left in Vaya. When they did like the 25th anniversary show, when they did yeah. like maybe the the doco, and they're all from London. People come and, back all the time. No, but Delta came back, no, but, mate. But the ones, mate, the ones, the big ones, and then when Annie's what, right you think there. Delta's not a big one, Chambo. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I mean, she's my future wife. I can't speak badly of her. <laughs> Really? Delta. Yeah, Ned loves Ned. What's his name? Michael loves Delta. Michael loves Delta the way we love Ned. Would you propose to her in the rotunda? There's an age gap. When they did that anniversary, when Annalise came back and did a doco about Ramsey Street. Yeah, we all saw it. And I remember an interview with Guy Pearce on the radio and they offered, you know, said come back. And he was like, nah. No, but his agent was like, don't even think about it. But he was like, yeah. I'd actually like to do that. And he didn't do it. What but I'm like, just come back. Just do a background. Do the background. You don't have to be the guy. I think the Brugs. I think we've got to shoot for Natalie and Brulia. She's got an album to promote, guys. Thought I saw a man or two Thank you. <laughs> I thank you for this. I think we've all gone mad. <laughs> yeah, we have. And I look, I didn't cry. I cry I almost cried when I talked about Sonia. I'd love to know how much of this Vay is going to edit out. Probably not as much as you would expect. <laughs> yeah. And I have no credibility, but Beck is a, a lawyer, so she ne- she needs a few things trimmed out. <laughs> Chamber, that went down the drain a long time ago. <laughs>
They should all come back. They should all come back. <laughs> i tell you what, do. if you're the superstar over in Hollywood, Margot Robbie, come back. Just you sit in the back of the... Margot's busy. Just sit in her the back. Brother, she sent her brother. But just sit in the bring back of the Bring back Des and Daphne. Bring back Daphne the, from yeah. the dead. Des came back. Michael, well, Des did, did come back. Yeah, but Daphne's dead. Beck, tell Chamber who came back for the 35th anniversary. Oh, literally fucking everyone. Bruce fucking Samazan. Really? Oh, actually, I won't hear a bad word about Bruce Samazan. Because I loved E Street. I tell you what, the final episode of Neighbours, okay? <laughs> in 20 years' time, I, in no way do I wish them will. Ned. Ned's still on it. <laughs> Ned's the patriarch. Yeah, Ned's Ned's the pillar. Ned's the pillar. No, Ned's the front man. Okay, Ned's the... There's no Lassiters anymore. It's just the Hive group. Ned's it is. I'm telling you what, Ned's... Okay, we picked up. Ned's the franchise player, okay? In, the, in, in basketball, you have the franchise player. Very GWS. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we've got franchise player. And so Ned's that, okay? That's what I can see. Star power, but not enough to get out of there. He's got the contract for 10 years. They're paying him a lot of money. He'll hang around. Final episode of Neighbours. Everyone dies. In 20 years' time, a house gets sold, and then a lady walks in, opens the door. You see a hand on the handle, <laughs> has the keys, and she goes, walks in, stands on the, the front step of the house. She goes, home sweet home, camera pans up, it's fucking Kylie. Bang! That's the end of Neighbours in 2041. That is the end of Neighbours. Nailed it. I've given you the idea. Fucking brilliant. Now, if you, excuse me, I'm going to go to bed with my teddy bear. <laughs> I know, it's 11.54. <laughs> we can't hear you, Vaya. You're on can't hear you now, Vaya. <laughs> Dude. Oh, dude, tell you what happens. Okay. I don't know. Vay, can you hear me? Give me a wave if you can hear me. So, Vay, okay. Uh, Charlene walks in the front door, says, home sweet home. And then right behind her walks in Scott, in brackets, Jason Donovan. In bracket. And the fucking neighbours. Fade to black. Oh, that's it. I wrapped it up. Yeah, cool. Done. It's going to be like How I Met Your Mother. They've already planned the final shot. They've already recorded it. Dude, I've given it to them right now. And then if they have a bit more in the budget, Guy Pierce wanders in after that. And then All right. I'm oh, gonna dude. stop I'm gonna stop recording. Stay there. Yeah. I'm just gonna press yeah. stop. We've gone mad. We've gone mad. <laughs> Desperado. Why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. You're a hard one, but I know that you got your reasons. These things that are pleasing you will hurt you somehow.